Welcome to the Life After Sugar podcast. The podcast that's not just about sugar, but about your relationship with it and also with food and especially with yourself. So if you want to discover your life after sugar and hear inspiring stories from all kinds of people who also cut out sugar in their way, at their pace, for their own reasons, this is the podcast for you. Because you know, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. I'm your host, Netta Gorman. And this episode is all about your biggest struggles with cravings. One of the biggest struggles with cravings is that we feel that we're all alone, like nobody else is struggling in the same way as we are. Maybe you feel that food has like a pull, a hold on your emotions, and it creates weight issues, plays havoc with your health, and gives you brain fog, and this feeling of being a failure because you keep slipping and sliding with your progress, and you just feel like you're going around in circles, like it's a vicious cycle. If you know you need to put yourself first for your health and wellness, especially at this stage of your life, but cravings are getting in the way of your health and wellness goals, then this episode is for you. But first, I just wanted to tell you that if you're looking for some free resources about how to cut sugar, then I have plenty for you. Come check out the Life After Sugar Facebook page and subscribe to the Life After Sugar YouTube channel, as well as my Instagram account at mylifeaftersugar, which is where you'll get all kinds of inspiration so that you can see that it's perfectly possible to live a happy and active life even if you don't eat sugar. You can also check out my TikTok account at netta underscore life after sugar. And you can also download my five tips to start getting rid of cravings. Look in the description in the show notes along with this episode and download your five tips today. So one of the biggest challenges with cravings is the whole cycle of relapsing, falling off the wagon and feeling helpless like you're stuck in a vicious cycle. For some people, even abstinence from the foods that cause their cravings doesn't fix the underlying problem. For others, certain approaches like keto can help, but also won't necessarily fix the underlying problem. Same for intuitive eating or intermittent fasting. The thing is, we tend to focus a lot on strategies or things we should do to change our weight or to change our eating habits and we look for external factors. We tend to focus on the what we're craving instead of the why and I certainly did that for decades. For example, I used to use chocolate as an outlet for my anxiety. Chocolate let me get lost in the food and avoid uncomfortable feelings. I got to feel high, excited, calm, instead of stressed out, or sad, or lonely. And it wasn't because I was lazy or unable to feel these feelings. In fact, I wasn't really even aware that I was avoiding them. It was like a mindless habit. I zoned out, and 
it made me feel happier. Or at least I thought it did. You know what I mean? And really my cravings were as much for these types of avoidance strategies as they were for the foods themselves. And for many, many people that I help, their biggest struggle ends up not being the food itself. I mean, the foods that are causing the cravings. The real struggle is how they're feeling about themselves. This feeling of being like a hopeless addict, unable to address life's problems head on, and feeling, well, immature, like they're powerless unable or unwilling to stop and say to themselves, hey, I'm going to deal with the real problem like a grown-up. Now, no judgment or shame here. It's a very common human reaction to uncomfortable feelings and situations that we'd rather not deal with. But unless we address the underlying issues, then it's really difficult to get rid of cravings and make a craving-free life sustainable when real life happens. Like when you want to emotional eat in the evenings because it's such an ingrained long-term habit and we just want to revert back to it and then we feel like we failed. Or we feel that we have to resist cravings and that our willpower is letting us down. Or you may forget to prep and have healthy food on hand so that when you are really feeling hungry, you've got something else to go to than reaching out for a quick snack like a cookie. And if processed foods are triggering your cravings, you may be thinking, but they're everywhere. You can't get away from them. It's impossible to keep processed foods out of your life. Maybe you have no idea what to substitute for these types of foods. Or maybe you just love sweets and you can't imagine not having those tastes in your life. Or maybe you're aware that you don't have the coping strategies and support to switch from using sugar as a coping mechanism to switching to non-food-related coping strategies. And if you've spent your whole life handling celebrations and reward situations with sweet treats, then it's totally understandable that you may be wondering what to replace them with or how to even celebrate without sugar. So here are a few strategies that can help you if you're struggling with cravings. The first thing that I suggest to my program participants is to start training their taste buds to get used to less and less sweetness. And I do this because what I found is that most approaches try to replace sweet tastes with the belief that humans just love sweetness and we can never change that. Or that sweetness is synonymous with happiness or celebrations and we certainly can't let go of those. But actually your taste buds can regenerate in about two weeks and you can definitely get used to other tastes than just sweetness if you let it happen. Now, you don't have to completely cut all sweet foods all at once, but I know that's what I did, and I credit that type of change, even though I first resisted the idea, I credit that type of drastic change in my tastes 
with the fact that I never really struggled that much with cravings when I first cut sugar and sweeteners and flour back in July 2015. So whether you reduce sweetness in your diet in general or whether you decide for a temporary period to cut out all sweet tasting foods, that's up to you. And as we're all different, what worked for me may not work in the exact same way for you. So you may need to experiment a bit. But my advice to you, based on my personal experience and the experience of my program participants, is that you can get used to less sweetness and this change plays a big part in reducing your struggle with cravings. And I'll be giving you a few more pointers to reduce your struggle with cravings after this short break. I just want to take a quick break to say that if this is your first time here, then welcome and thank you for listening to this podcast. And whether you're new or a regular and you haven't yet rated or reviewed this podcast, could I ask you to scroll down and tap on the stars to rate this podcast and also to write a short review to let me know how this podcast is helping you in your life after sugar. I love reading your reviews. And when you rate and review this podcast, not only does it encourage me to continue making new episodes, but it also helps to share this podcast and have more people see it so that we can help more people feel better and lose weight with less sugar. So again, thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast and for spreading the word about sugar. One of the biggest struggles with cravings that I had and that my program participants have is that sugar and flour have been in foods that we've eaten our whole lives. It's such a long-standing habit. It's so culturally ingrained and such a big part of our lives that it seems impossible to change. You may have been able to change other habits in your life. Lots of people come into my program after they've stopped smoking or drinking alcohol. And sugar's like the last frontier, their nemesis. Or sometimes they've been abstinent from sugar and flour for months or even years. And they felt amazing, not being hungry, being at peace with food. But then they tell me that it's not sustainable when life gets on top of them. And that's when they relapse. And some people are moderators and they don't want to feel the deprivation that abstinence forces on them. And some people are abstainers, but they think they're moderators and they dabble in a little bit of sugar and flour and that sets them off on a slippery slope. For others, sweets are part of deep childhood memories. And that's why it's so difficult to let go of. They tell me that saying goodbye to memories and old family recipes is hard. And it is. In fact, I often tell them that you don't have to let go of the memories. Your memories will be yours forever. Even if you change your habits today. Your memories are yours to keep. But I totally get where they're coming from. 
Others come to me to tell me that they use sugar and flour to cope with all kinds of emotions or that they recognize that they are a control freak and they use sugar and flour to cope with that and just accept that about themselves or that they don't have the energy at the end of the day to learn other responses than reaching out for a cookie or ice cream or chocolate for stress relief or comfort. Totally understandable. Totally. Which is why the very first assignment I give when someone signs up for my program, Freedom from Cravings Formula, is to think about their big why. In fact, I ask program participants to tell me about their selfish why and their selfless why. Your selfish why is your deeper reason for how getting rid of cravings will improve your life. And your selfless why is the deeper reason for how getting rid of cravings will improve the world around you, including your family, your friends, your colleagues, and society in general. Why do you need both? Well, knowing what your big why is, your selfish why and your selfless why, is what will drive you forward despite opposition, resistance and your fears and despite the inevitable struggles and challenges along the way. It's totally normal to have doubts and fears, insecurities, feelings of failure and struggles in everyday life. That's normal whatever you're learning or whatever you're trying to change. But when your big why is clear for you, then your objective, your goal is clear and you can keep moving forward even when things get tough. In fact, especially when things get tough. If we ever get to work together, can I guarantee you that you will never struggle ever again or that you will never be triggered or have cravings? No, of course not. You know what I always say, real life happens whether or not you eat sugar. But how you deal with real life especially the challenges, can change. And instead of relying on sugar to deal with life, or rather, avoid dealing with life, when you sign up for the Freedom from Cravings Formula 90-day program, we can work together to give you strategies so that you don't need sugar as a coping skill anymore. Sounds good? If you're struggling with cravings, I'm here to guide you. And if you're a woman over 50 and you want to eat healthy, but you get derailed by cravings whenever you're tired or stressed or emotional or bored, or when you're on vacation or at a social event or when you have company, and if you don't seem to be able to lose those extra pounds like you used to in your 30s and 40s, and you've tried all the diets, even intermittent fasting, but you're still struggling to be consistent, well, I'm here to help and the Freedom from Cravings Formula 90-day program is for you because it's specifically designed for women over 50 who want to ditch cravings so that you can slim down and finally feel in control around food. All you need to do to sign up is to go to aftersugarclub.com 
and schedule a clarity call with me at no cost to see if the program is a good fit for you. You can also find the link in the show notes along with this episode. Go to aftersugarclub.com and schedule your free clarity call with me to see if the Freedom from Cravings formula is the right fit for you. See you soon. That's it for this week. Keep in touch and see you soon for another episode.